0: Hello. Hi. Welcome. To
1: X to the
0: Xenol. We are Kat and Stella. I'm Stella.
1: I'm Meow.
0: She's Kat. <laughs> <laughs> or to my sister,
1: that's a Meow Meow.
0: That's true, two meows in a row. So, uh Kat, we have had so many guests recently.
1: I always been me. <laughs> I loved everything they've
0: shared with us. Right? Teresa was great last time. uh, Carmen was amazing before that. Just, um, Just really cool humans that we get to spend time with. I love it. Right? How lucky are we? We
1: are. We're very fortunate. We're very fortunate and blessed that we get to, like, share people's life experiences and, like, hear their stories and be with them while they're sharing
0: them. For sure. And I think, like, also, you know, we have... You know, we we were talking about this earlier, that we have created this really cool thing that that we've been able to do. We are now in year three, um, and we are talking about what the future is going to look like and changes and transitions. Um, But one of the things that um, Kat and I had talked about is that we wanted to revisit defense mechanisms. And we did an episode in February of 2020 on defense mechanisms.
1: Right, we did.
0: And I went back and I looked and listened. I looked at that and then I listened to it. Um, and the way we did defense mechanisms that time was we just kind of in a general way explained them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something happened recently that made me want to revisit it. Yeah. Um, so I I listen to books. Period. I listen to books all the time. But I I usually will listen to a fiction book while I'm getting ready, and then I listen to a nonfiction book when I am um, exercising when I go running. And uh, so I just finished the Forty Eight Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Mm. Um, and in my nonfiction books, I listen to books on like leadership and work things, and um, and I really do enjoy that.
1: Yeah, it's self development time for sure. You're getting your professional
0: development. Yeah, right. <laughs> in a non ceu kind of way. <laughs> um, but one of the things um, uh, towards the end of the book, so Robert Greene talks a lot about like from a historical context, how to get power and the 48 laws of power, like all these different ways of, of being able to assert power and maintain power and all these things. But, um, so he talks about it from a historical context, you know, going all the way back to like the Greeks and the Romans, and then he talks about like medieval, uh, the Medici's and and uh, the Borgias and, and I love history in that way. But the, he had mentioned something specific about the Spartans. Um, and so I'm walking and I'm listening. And, and so he talked about how the Spartans were the best of their time at, uh, at war and at defense. Mm. And they were able to develop these really tremendous skills to defend the island of Sparta. Um, and so they had this 23 year long war with the Athenians and they finally won and so when they won uh they then took over athens um but they were not successful at maintaining power in athens Mm. and so part of that was that they had grown this tremendous power at defense but once they had to expand their uh prowess into um power and, and reigning and and having um political uh you know control and all those things they couldn't do it because the one and only thing they could do was defend themselves
1: right
0: and it shook me in such a way that i was like oh fuck we should talk about us
1: (laughs) oh fuck we need to talk about stasis well and, and really just
0: looking at like you know, when we talked about defense mechanisms before, again, we did it from an educational perspective of like, this is a psychological thing that humans do to protect themselves. That's why it's called a defense mechanism. Um, And a lot of times we develop defense mechanisms to protect ourselves through development in relationship. Um, And that's fine. And when I do my work, I talk a lot to clients about like that defense mechanism kept you safe at that time do we still need it
1: is that still a needed defense mechanism right and still you the modality which you need to function and operate to protect yourself especially if that was years ago different people different environment different everything was different
0: absolutely and and really looking at how um as humans, we evolve and change. We are in different circumstances. We are in different relationships. And even though that worked in childhood and kept you safe, mm-hmm. is that a safe practice when you are now an adult and wanting to connect on a different level? Mm, probably right? Not.
1: It's probably not serving you because your
0: prefrontal cortex wasn't developed yet. Right. And, and it is definitely, and you have coined the term the default setting. Yeah. Because we do go back to that what those, we know works best. right, those well-worn grooves and those well-worn neuroconnections connections of what we are used to doing. And the thing about a defense mechanism is it is only activated when we feel threatened. Right, when we're
1: heightened. When that cortisol starts pulsing through your veins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I wanted to really kind of talk a little bit more, certainly from a, a personal perspective, but really to look at at how we can evolve past our default setting right. as it relates to defense mechanisms um and and a, a large part of that is what is our goal right
1: right and how can you get a goal if your defense mechanism is disabling you from achieving
0: that exactly you're
1: self-sabotaging but you don't even know it because you think you're just keeping yourself safe yes Ooh, girl, <laughs> shit. We just-
0: well we've definitely got a couple cans um but i wanted to share like something that happened to me um last year uh and so you know we have talked a lot on the podcast about how you know we're both single and and we are in like a dating situations and and all those things um but a few years ago or last year i guess it was last year Uh, I had a really big epiphany about a defense mechanism. And it wasn't just a mechanism. It was like a full-on fucking wall Mm -hmm. that I have covered myself in uh, that was developed when I was about 16, 17. Mm -hmm. And um, just historically, uh, contextually, uh, my dad died when I was 16. And then I had a boyfriend uh, who was my boyfriend in high school, and he died when I was 19. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... The first injury was my dad dying. Um, First man of my life, like first, you know, big, uh, connective love relationship that uh, ended very quickly and traumatically and difficultly. And uh, so that's how I got the, you know, the bricks to kind of build this wall. Um, And then Jeremy died when I was 19. And I do remember at that point, really just kind of building this wall of men leave. Uh, And really just keeping my heart very guarded, Mm -hmm. um, which is difficult because I'm a Pisces and I fall in love all the time. Mm -hmm. But I only allow myself to get so close to a person before I either self-sabotage, we've talked about my tendency to napalm.
1: Napalm, that village (laughs) set on fire, burned down the whole continent.
0: Right. And I I do and have done that historically, um, or I'll choose emotionally unavailable people who um, I, can, I can run that relationship or control the situation or keep myself just very, very uh, anxious and avoidant yeah. to not uh, allow myself to connect there by not getting hurt.
1: Right. If you don't have the engagement there and you're not connected, you can't get hurt. Right. right. Mm-hmm.
0: If Absolutely. If you
1: attached, you don't have to worry really too much about the fear of detaching
0: or right. losing if you never really had it in the first place. But also attaching to the narrative that men leave, right? Everything is going to end. Either somebody will die or somebody will run away or somebody will see the true me or insert, you know, negative thought here. Um, but last year I had that awareness um, and something broke and all of that wall came down. And uh and I very much have felt like a turtle without a shell for the last year. <laughs> Which has been awful. Um, but also very um it's helped me to expand my perspective. Okay. Um, because I ha I mean I, I am a very self aware human, you know this. Yes. And I do ask hard questions and I have You know, anything that I ask my clients to do, I allow myself to do. Mm -hmm. And so I sit in the discomfort of not having that wall. I took a picture while I was in Greece. We were standing outside of the Parthenon, um, and uh, there's this pile of rubble. Uh And I took a picture of it, and I was like, I told my friend Julie, I was like, and here lies all of the material from the walls that I have built. You're (laughs) adorable. I love that. I'm a dork. But, um, and I still have the picture and so whenever I feel like building the wall again, I look at the pile of rubble and I'm like, we don't, we don't need the wall, Stella, you're fine. You
1: don't need to kick it in reverse and back up to where you were because you're
0: in a different place now. Right, but I have a truck just in case I need to pick up the spare parts. (laughs) 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 But I, I mean, it, it is a, it's a thing, right? Like human beings... Hold on to those defense mechanisms because it is in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The very bottom first one is safety.
1: Tier one is safety and keeping yourself safe is the like foundation of what we build everything on.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so it's important to hold that safety when you when you need it. And when you have something that is threatening you.
0: For sure.
1: And coming at you and you need to like mad dash out of there, build the wall up, do those things, right? (laughs) Keep on the village and the continent that it lives on and and, and take a hiatus. But... If it's not serving and it's causing distress, which if memory serves me, you were in distress yes. before this wall started to come down. Because I, I feel like I was a part of that wall. For I sure. Because I told you some hard things to tell you.
0: Absolutely. Because I love you. And I love you too.
1: Um, And you received those so well because you were in a place of change. Yeah right and so that was the thing is you were already pulling those bricks down and you were pulling them down before you came to that awareness
0: for sure because that's
1: how we all operate on a very subconscious level we're like i'm gonna make a change and you start that change and you kind of don't even realize you're making small strides to it but you are making that change
0: well and i think that's that's the thing about walls and i i talk to clients a lot like and it's very different than a boundary, right? Because mm-hmm. a boundary is a flexible, movable, breathable, existing, like, living thing. Right. Whereas a wall is not. Mm-mm. It's either up or down. And what you can do is, I have clients who have fortresses, like, full-on guarded fortresses, moats, the whole alligators. The alligators in the <laughs> moats! <laughs> Like, all of those things, and, and part of that is that they have built them over time, because being vulnerable is terrifying.
1: It's absolutely terrifying. Being back in the dating realm, I have to be vulnerable and be like, hi, this is who I is as a person. Do you like me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very vulnerable, because I'm a very private person. For sure. I know I do a podcast and talk all about myself, but... I am a very private person, and I don't like people to have my number. I don't like to share a lot about me until I, like, check you out and see if you can handle all this, right? But I don't know if you can handle it or not, so that's just me prejudging other people's things. Right. But that, that said, is I don't know if I can handle me <laughs> It's really what the the vulnerability in that is of, like, sharing. So I totally understand like to be vulnerable and to have boundaries and to have the walls and sometimes you do and if you had a traumatic childhood you know both of us had a lot of stress and trauma in our child in our childhood for sure and, you know being a observer of things i saw and soaked all those things and i was like check note put up this brick because that keeps you safe from this check note put up this brick because it saves keeps you safe from this oh look your parents fight all the fucking time like, do you want that someday? Check. Nope. Put up that brick. Nope. Don't ever like have that level of intimacy. Right. We're never getting married. I made a goal to never get married and then I did it. Um,
0: but. <laughs> and now we're back to that goal. <laughs> and we're back to that goal. Well,
1: some things you do have right when you're 12 years old. It's
0: and true. So, or
1: not. And that's, it's, it's all circumstantial though. And it's all environmental and it's all. the. It's also that,
0: always evolving.
1: It's Changing every fucking day. Right. Like, who I was yesterday, not the same person that I was today, because I probably had, like, some experiences this morning that shaped and molded, like, my viewpoint of today, so everything I received was super positive, because I've been in a really fantastic movie yeah and so like everything is coming up roses right so everything even if it's shitty today has been like oh that's
0: lovely (laughs) endorphins will do that endorphins will do that too but i think even you know previously because kat and i do a little catch up before we start to uh record but you know really looking at the fact that your evolution in the last couple years has been significant
1: it's been it's been huge
0: i mean your your level of confidence now is astronomical compared to a few years ago so we're in year three which means our friendship is fuck like seven or eight years right. um but certainly like when from when we met and we were not friends yeah. to when we were friends to now like you have continued to evolve and change and grow which means that your defense mechanisms, though are still there, are a lot less triggered because you are more confident as a human.
1: Right. I'm just a take it or leave it person. If you don't like me, cool, don't hang out with me. If you yeah. like the way I sound when I laugh, like, cool, don't hang out with me. Like, If you don't enjoy your time around me, and vice versa, if I'm not enjoying my time around somebody, where I used to just tolerate it.
0: Or you would, and and we both have done this, we would, like, manipulate or change ourselves to fit into whatever environment we were in.
1: Exactly. And that's part of, like, being a quiet, observing person. And that's part of the safety mechanism I had to develop as a child. Right. You know, to go through, like, my childhood and having two parents that really, I mean, legitimately just hated each other. Right. Like, needed to be divorced. And so, but that was what it was, okay? I learned certain things. Like, if you're quiet, then you don't get like, yelled at because really they're just pissed at each other and they're going to take it out on you. Right. Like, if you get good grades, cool, they're happy. If you participate in these things, they're happy. If you conform to all of these expectations and follow through, they will be happy, right? But then right. I got to this epiphany, like after I'd done all the do-do list of everybody else's expectations, and I felt depleted, exhausted, and like what the fuck have I done with my life, and now I'm $80,000 in debt because I got a master's degree because I was told to. Right. And I don't even know that I like what I do. And then I <laughs> had to figure it out from there. Right. all of a sudden I was a hashtag adult, and I'd just been going through living this narrative that was in my own narrative. Right? For a long time. That was, like, two decades of my life.
0: But it was also, like, getting married and yes. buying the house yes. and doing all of these prescribed things that you I were supposed it. to do.
1: I did all those things you to, conformed, quote, be happy. Right. And I conformed to, like, whatever was supposed to make me happy and, like, family views and societal views and expectations of everyone and all the things in the environment. Right? And then I, it all collapsed on me at 30. Yeah. It all collapsed on me at 30. And then it, like napalm. Then I napalmed my own fucking life at 33 because I was like, I am not happy. Right. This is not okay. Or as Teresa would say, I'm not at peace. Yeah. Right? I do not have this peace in my life. I am great at all of these things. I excel at all these things. I'm amazing. Everybody looks at me as amazing, but I don't feel it. Yeah. Right? And so I have to start taking my own defense against myself down, like these walls that I had built. Like, if I just meet everybody's expectation then I'm going to have a great life. Well, that wasn't, like, true. No. Like, that wasn't true at all. And so since 33 to now, so five years, I've just kind of been more like, does this make me happy? Does this bring me peace? Is this what's joyful? Do I like this? Do I want to hang out with this person? No, I get great anxiety, like, before I hang out with this person, because they stress me out. Yeah. Why do you hang out with that person? And then I have to do the work on myself. And right. And reflect and be like, okay, you're hanging out with this person because your defense mechanism is saying is we don't want a confrontation. Yes. We don't want to have to terminate this relationship because confrontation, what I learned in my childhood is scary as shit. Yeah. Do I want screaming and yelling and crying and tears and all the things? Oh my God. No, I don't. Yes, I do. I don't want this person in my life anymore. I can't handle anxiety. <laughs>
0: like, but you, your peace then becomes more important exactly. than conforming because you are firmly grounded, albeit vulnerable in who you are right and that makes a huge difference like teresa had such great insight at her 28 years of really like going i want to do what's best for my peace like even though i have all this anxiety about am i doing it all right and what's going on and all the things like she will find her way back to peace that is her homeostasis and I love that and you and I are every day learning how to do that for ourselves
1: exactly and it's become more probably in the last 2 years year evident that I'm like finally like the walls are down yep i can be vulnerable yep I've got enough life experience to know that I'm still going to wake up tomorrow no matter how bad today was. Right. And I'm still going to go to my job and I'm still going to have my cute ass dog and I'm still going to have my cute ass house and I'm going to still like have my happy like fucking mannerisms in life that I have because that's who I am. Right. But I don't need to be defensive and I can be confrontational. I can be straightforward with people. I don't have to fear People's judgment because I don't honestly care any longer what someone feels or thinks about me. Yeah. I care about how I feel and think about me because that's the most important relationship I'll ever have in my entire life is the relationship I'm having with myself.
0: Good Lord. That's amazing.
1: And that can't be taken away from me. I can, you know, people die. Yeah. You know, my ex passed away. They, you know, before that was a whole trauma leading up to it. That was, that was a very big moment of change in my life was like whoa
0: but it it did kind of remind you of that uh that that life is finite it is and why
1: why am I moving through every day so afraid of what other people think of me yes why am I not moving through my life thinking about the joy that I bring to myself and why am I not thinking about all these things that I've achieved in a proud way instead I just call it the do-do list oh yeah I got a master's it was on the do-do list Fucking A, that's a big deal. Like, own that shit. And I've I've come to these things to, like, respect myself, appreciate myself, and develop this relationship with myself where I love and respect myself. And I'm like, you know what? Take me or leave me. I'm going to stay with me. (laughs) Not
0: even myself. But that's the other thing, right, is is that now you and I are both in in a place where we want to seek out more relationships where we feel calm, where um, we feel validated, where we feel appreciated, where we can show up as our authentic selves right. and really, and that, that's the point, right? So yes. part of, of how I was using my defense mechanisms before and certainly how you've been describing your defense mechanisms kept us further away from our goal of connecting. Right. And then also to bring back like, you know, attachment and all those things, feeling securely attached to who we are.
1: Right. And that was something I never had the chance to develop that relationship with myself. Yeah. Ever. It was never something I had an opportunity to do in my life. Yeah. And that is crazy that I didn't get that opportunity until, like, my 30s. When you really, like, as a therapist, to think about that is like, wow, you never had the space in your life to just focus on you. No, I didn't. It was, I've got to focus on paying bills. I got to, at 18, I got to focus on paying for college. I got to pay, focus on this. It was always a goal and a goal and a step and a step and a step. And these are things outside of me.
0: Right. They right. weren't even, I mean, yes, on the one hand, like, you, we've all convinced ourselves that these are the things that I want. Right. But even before that, you were developing skills to be able to manage other My people's. Family. Right. So exactly.
1: Peace, I was the peacekeeper of the house. Like, that was my role. Really thinking scared. about,
0: like, you were trying to maintain your peace by maintaining other people's peace.
1: Exactly.
0: And that's what you were taught. That's, and I, same, right? Like, we wanted to be able, and, and really, when we look at codependency in that way, when we look at, as human beings, and, and living beings in general, we are, uh, respond we respond to stimulus, but also that empathetic connection of, I just want everything to be okay. Right. And so we, we try to contort ourselves. I will make myself small. I will make myself quiet. I will make myself good. do good. I will do all the things that I am supposed to do so that there will be peace. Did any of that create peace?
1: No, because I wasn't anything to do about me. It two other people disliking each
0: other. Well, and, and think about little you trying to do that. Right. Like little you it was just like trying to manage grown up feelings right. and grown up behaviors when you, little you wasn't even taking care of little you. So right. how can you develop a relationship with yourself to be able to do that? You can't. And so you, you don't d- have
1: the opportunity. And then the opportunity, then the, the opportunity never presented itself until I was until it was me, myself, and I at thirty three with like my underwear in a bag showing up at my friend's house that being like i'm getting divorced and i don't know myself or where i'm gonna live or what i'm gonna do i know i have a car and i have a job and i have a master's and degree. i have this bag of underwear i and don't i have a, I have a clean <laughs> underwear like do you have something can i barter you for some face wash you know like i never had that space and opportunity to just be by myself and to work on me and myself and focus on me and myself because it was always managing other people yep and that's the caregiver that's the empathic person that's the like i want everyone to be happy and i'm going to put everybody's needs ahead of my own because that's what i learned like if we keep the peace it will be calm and then i can go
0: play barbie well and it's so interesting because even the language that you're using is keep the peace right Right. but to go back to the spartans it's to defend what is ours Mm mm-hmm and if that is all I know how to do, then I cannot run things. I cannot take power right. and control over my life if all of my time and effort is used on defending myself. Right.
1: And keeping myself safe.
0: And that's very different than the, what you just described in terms of collecting and maintaining your peace. Because now your goal is to maintain peace.
1: To maintain peace and my happiness. That's what I focus on.
0: For yourself.
1: For me. If this does not please me, I do not do it. Right. If I don't feel like doing it, I don't do it. Yeah. I don't rally. I don't muster. I don't do any of the things. I make a phone call. It's like, you know what? I'm just not feeling it today. I love you. I yeah. hope you have a good day. I want to hang out when
0: I'm at my best. Absolutely, and when I have the space and capacity to do that.
1: Right?
0: Last week I canceled podcast.
1: You did.
0: And I I'm watching um I'm watching my my grand puppies and um I just didn't have the space for it. Right? And you know, I I love that you and I are at that place in our relationship where I can just be like, "Hey, I'm going to bail. Uh, can we reschedule and then we make it happen."
1: Right? And I was all, smiley faces, kisses, enjoy your reprieve. Right. I've respected that in other people always, but I've never given myself that respect. Absolutely. And that grace. And that's something where I'm like, I don't care if people cancel plans on me. I really don't. But when it comes to me canceling plans in the past. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, then I have to come up with this really great excuse. And then I get all this anxiety because I'm going to upset them because they were looking forward to this. And I project all my stuff onto them, what I think they're thinking and feeling and all those things. Yeah, no, most of the time people want you to cancel on them. They just want,
0: to enter, <laughs> they want more sleep. Um, but, no, just kidding. But I, no, know, I, I, I think that's, that's actually more true than not is, you know, and, and there are lots of people and, and there are lots of circumstances where I'm looking forward to it and all the things, right. but I don't take it personally anymore. Like if somebody right. is like, hey, something came up, I can't make it, then I'm like, dope, take care of you. I love, yeah. you know, when we can connect, we will. And that feels so much better. Because, again, I, I'm i back to maintaining my peace.
1: But you're not defense mechanism giving it out. Like, oh, they don't want to hang out with me. Oh, they think I'm... I'm not enough. Oh, or I'm not I, good th- enough. Yeah. I'm not great enough. Oh, nobody wants to spend time. I'm not loved. Right. You know, catastrophize the whole thing. Because that's not what it's about. It's about that other person. Yeah. Like, in a recent breakup that I've gone through, like, you know, within the past month... You know, they had just been divorced yeah. not that long ago. That's cool. They were super upfront and straightforward about that. And I was like, okay, I understand that. That's like a new divorce. I get it. Like, cool. I understand that. You know, and then when the breakup came, uh, and, you know, it was, I just am not ready for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just recently was divorced. You know, I remember I told you that. And I was like, you know what? You do you you do i'm not offended by this at all like yeah. i appreciate you not ghosting me yeah <laughs> and being like a mature adult and saying like i thought i was ready but i'm not ready yeah you know what that's awesome thank you for not wasting my time
0: yes and i
1: hope that you meet your like divorce goals whether that's getting all sorts of strange whether that's figuring out your life without a partner yeah. whether that's like figuring out your relationship with your children now that you're divorced, like whatever those goals were that you established, like whether, and if that's finding your peace and your happiness, awesome. Do it. That's great. Not upset at all.
0: You'd Just love appreciative
1: that. that the person was open enough to like have a conver- an adult mature conversation. Like this is where I'm at. Yep. And maybe like, okay, you do you and take care of you. Yeah. Everybody was like very shocked. They were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, you're fine. Like it was Take a month and a half, it's fine. Like,
0: okay. <laughs> but I also think like again, being being in a, a confident, secure place, it's it's really good for you not to take it personally and not to like well, make it about the there's like something. Go ahead
1: that I learned. Would have been, that's a rejection of me. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I haven't achieved a high enough level in my career. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. And personalize the absolute hell out of that shit. Yes. Right? So, cat teens, cat 20s, totally would have been like, it's all about me. No, it's not. Like, the defense mechanism, I'm glad you're gone, because it's not all about, like, you fucking up. Right. It's about another person and their needs. The end. Yeah. Like nothing to personalize about
0: that. For sure. Yeah, I hope they're
1: happy. Yeah. That's important. We well, get one one shot at this shit, unless you believe in reincarnation
0: and all that stuff. I mean, we and can just, talk about that another time. Oh, I saw your <laughs> witchy eye <G. I> twinkle. <laughs> I'm like I don't know about all that. I no, don't but. No, no, no. but I mean, I think that's that's where. Our opportunity for growth is if I can shed this wall, if I can break this shell and move out into the larger part of myself that is curious and, uh, you know, I love to have fun and I, I want connection and I actually am love period and loved. Like I am very good at loving. Mm -hmm. I do it very well and I don't as much <laughs> can't say anymore but I don't do it from that codependent seeking validation way like I have stepped into the fact that I like to love I actually do it really really well
1: because
0: Let's not go crazy. I I think I'm good at it, but I'm not doing it from that survival place or that defense mechanism Cody place that I was doing before. What I know to be true is my genuine, authentic, homeostasis baseline is love. That's awesome. Yes. And I've also said, everyone needs love, not everyone needs mine. (laughs) And so, if that is my mantra, right, I am love, then I can show up and I can be who I am and it's not about them accepting me or validating me or choosing me. It's just me being me. Right. And I, when, I, when I really sit and think about the reciprocal relationships that I have, You know, my girlfriends, my family, the people that show up for me. Mm -hmm. If I need that moment of like, hey, I just I want to connect. I don't ask for it. What I do is I send them love. And guess what? I get it back. There you go. And it's beautiful. It's awesome. And so I am really stepping into, albeit scary sometimes and a little painful, that place of I am love. I do not need to defend my love. I don't need to harden myself to, you know, protect it. Right. I just need to be it. I just need to be. Right. And when I do that, it feels so much better. Right. Because then it just flows.
1: Well, you're not sequestered by this wall that you've built up. Yeah. You're not... It's not... There's not something deflecting what's coming back to you and re- deflecting what you're putting out there. Yeah. Cause a wall is a wall and it's going to stop things from going through, whether that's communication or love or energy or goodwill or negative things too. Right. You know, I, yeah. That wall is going to stop all the things. Yep. So that's awesome and beautiful that you're just like, I am love. I'm taking this wall down.
0: I'm going to show up and be me and where it lands. Dope. And if I get it back, awesome. But I can just be it. I love that. I do too. It's still a little scary. got yeah, like a poop face going on. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it's taken me a while to kind of, you know, step into it and, and evolve through it. But when I heard that, you know, on my walk, I was just like, dang. Like, I realized that for all the years that I have built up all these defenses... Yes, they've kept me safe. And in a lot of ways, you know, we talk about compartmentalizing and intellectualizing and all the other things. Um, if you do want to check out the other podcast for the definitions of defense mechanisms, uh, February 4th, 2020. Um, I can't tell you the exact episode, but really check it out and, and be able to like, there's a link that kind of gives all the defense mechanisms. I'm um, I'm good at, life in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and this is an opportunity to get good at this part right so to is be able a skill that
1: you're strengthening
0: it is a skill it is a muscle it is it is a space that i am holding for myself mm-hmm. and really trying to sit in the discomfort of it mm-hmm. much like you i have in the past gotten bajiggity about confrontation. Um, Less so, you know, less so in work. Like I definitely teach confrontation skills and um, I teach communication and and all of those things with clients. Um, And my clients are amazing and they've gotten really good at it. Uh, But in my own personal life and certainly in love relationships, uh, romantic love, uh, it's a lot more challenging. But I am allowing myself to sit in the discomfort of it Mm -hmm. and move through that. Rather than having it shut me down. Right. I have not taken out my napalm in months. I know. <laughs> I
1: know. I'm so
0: proud of
1: you. Because I have been like, oh, you napalm the village. <laughs> Let's talk about friend."
0: Right. But I, I mean, I haven't burned any bridges. I've maintained open, uh, consistent communication. I have said things like, I'm really not in a place to talk about that right now, but um I I continue to sometimes be a little passive aggressive. Um I'm not fully evolved. Like clearly I'm waking I am up every not morning a
1: perfect person, <laughs> I say as I flip my Barbie ass hair. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's something that's, like, interesting, and I know that, like, I have a defense mechanism that's building on that one. Yeah. And I'm working on it now that I'm really aware of it, is that, you know, and being in the dating realm and such, and getting a lot of critique and feedback, which I think is fascinating, by the way, mm-hmm. um, because I don't critique or feedback other people on stuff, but, like, um... Just like kind of you weapons.
0: don't do that to them directly. You and <laughs> I will definitely debrief and feedback and critique, but...
1: Potato. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> that, said, uh, <laughs> that said, you know, I think it's something that once you get that wall down, once those defenses are down, you're an open... It, and you're giving and you're receiving and you're like confident in who you are you still need to moderate that yeah i'm gonna say that because i do feel those that walls start to like i don't know it just like shoots from the ground i don't even yeah it breaks it's like an automated thing um when i feel like judgment yeah from others it's it, especially males and so being in the in the dating realm and so i get pretty defensive pretty quick and shut i shut down and so I'm like, and I'm done. But I, and some of the things that I've noted, you know, within the last few months is like this concept of like when a guy is like, oh, you're just so perfect and so perfect and so perfect. It really freaks me out. It triggers you. It does. Because I'm like, I'm a human being and I fart and stuff. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
1: did you know that girls poop because we're human beings? Right. i um, just putting it out there. Um, but I noticed that that's kind of like a triggery thing. Cause I'm like, no, I'm actually really an authentic, genuine human. Like I've just, I just look like a Barbie right now. Right. It's just where I am in life.
0: Which by the way, I love what your hair is doing thank and it you. looks fantastic.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm such a like, dirty hair day three. Oh, it's amazing. Um, tomorrow's going to be nasty. So thank you. <laughs> Let's flip it some more. But I, I mean, I think it, part of being putting those walls down, working on your shit, yeah. right? We work on our shit. And every get day. And through it every day, and you have to keep a pin in it, though, and you have to keep moderating that, because I'll feel it. I feel it in my body, so I use a lot of CBT, CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Yeah. Techniques, because that's actually where I feel it first, because I get a nice jolt of cortisol off my kidneys, and yep. now I can tell you exactly when that happens. Um, or I feel weird in my stomach, And it's all in, like, my abdomen. Yeah. And I'll feel it when I'm with and interacting with someone. Yeah. immediately I want to go into, like, well, that's not true. Like, you're kind of, like, projecting, like, a perception of me back onto me um but then I have to fact check too I have to be like why did that make you feel that way yes and it's because I just want to be seen as the person that I am
0: yeah I don't that genuine loving caring I don't want to be a figment
1: of somebody's imagination because that's just going to let them down because they've created and conjured somebody that's not them yeah that's not me I mean and so like that happened in my past relationship like I feel like there was a this is the barbie this the is the perception bee. of
0: perfection yeah
1: the perception of perfection like here she is she hits all the checks all the boxes she's like fabulous right and then we date and then you get to know that i do fart and like that i do pick my nose and wipe it on my car seat <laughs> um i clean it okay i do road trips okay, and let's, allergies. let's let's thank
0: you for T-M-I. that Bye. but you also like you are fallible. You did have injuries. You, you are totally, as we all are, I'm susceptible to hormonal irrationality and all of those things. Like, right. that's a human being.
1: That's a human being. But when you're put up on a pedestal, immediately you have nowhere to go but fall to the ground in somebody else's eyes. Absolutely. And I don't like that. And that defense mechanism right there in the dating realm comes from my childhood of if you're not perfect, you're in trouble.
0: Or you're not valued or worthy.
1: You're not doing good enough. Right. Enough. Enough, enough. Like that, you know, we talk about that a lot about Brene Brown. And so, you're not enough. And, you know, it's taken me so long to be like, oh, I'm more than enough. I'm more than enough. I'm a whole lot. I'm a whole lot. Uh, Drain that Olympic pool. I'm enough to fill it. (laughs) So, you know, that said, I think that that's something to be mindful of, too, in, in the work that every our listeners are doing on themselves and bringing those walls down. And becoming that vulnerable person but also keeping a pin in it because these things are going to flare up and that wall is going to want to fly right back up and sure. you're going to want to be like no 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 no
0: sorry. i've got to defend the island of sparta <laughs> i've
1: got to defend sparta because now you're coming into territory in which i feel uncomfortable yes and now i am going to shut down because that's how i know to do right and then i'm going to ruin all of this
0: well okay and so and then that's that's where we change the narrative. Exactly. Um, I recently said to someone, Yes, I shut down and I pull away. And when I do that, I need you to come get Close.
1: me. I need you closer to me. Yes. I need you to, st- I need you to not let me like, get away with this shitty ass behavior.
0: Well, it, because it's, it's it. not helpful to either one of us. And that's scary because they listened and then they were like, Remember how you told me to come? Juke,
1: got on your bullshit. I get Look called. Bullshit. I did. I love that. Whoever um, that human is is a good human, you get my stamp of approval, <laughs> high five, the gold stars and stickers and stuff.
0: But it it does it 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 really is an opportunity for me to pay attention to exactly that wall that comes up. My my first instinct to pull out the napalm or shut it down or passive aggressively say something fucked up. Yeah. Um, and and then mm-hmm. to Before that happens, when I am calm and when we are having a good conversation, I say, hey, when I get, when I feel threatened, when I feel insecure, when I feel however, whatever negative thing, I'm going to pull away. Right. I'm going to shut down. Right. And my goal is to connect. So I need you to come get me.
1: That's
0: awesome. Oof, it was hard it's still hard and it makes me feel a little bit kind of nauseous
1: yeah you look like you're <laughs> gonna
0: throw up i have a cup i'm okay do you like to spew here no, i'm good you want to spew spew in this?
1: No,
0: I <laughs> but i i think that that's that's where we get the opportunity to grow
1: exactly because we know what we need and we can ask somebody to support us in this yeah right and that's all that person can do is you're saying all right when i do these things This is the support I need from you. Yep. So that person's either going to show up, right? Because they get you.
0: Yep. And they want to get me. And
1: they want to get you and they respect you and they want to be around you and all the things and they appreciate you and they see all the wonderful and they're like, hey, this is a moment in time that is hard. Yep. That's all this is. It's a moment in time that's hard. This is going to last for like two hours and then it's going to be over with and that's like 22 more
0: hours in the day. Well, and right. even it helps me to also calm myself mm. to be able to say, okay, <laughs> I am feeling emotional and I am feeling irrational, and I will come back to this conversation when I am calm and so like two hours later, after I had my eye appointment and stopped fucking crying, I was like, Okay, I'm better now. <laughs> now you
1: all the emotions have left my I have had a snack
0: boss. and I am present again in my body even though sometimes that's uncomfortable.
1: But I'm sorry of that was scary as shit asking that person to help you that way
0: it was it was and and i'm grateful for them because they they did show up and and they were present um i'm learning how to do that for other people and also listen to their boundaries and all the things because that's the other thing about cody is that we we suck at having boundaries but then we also suck at like respecting other people's boundaries because you know it just it's part and parcel of the whole thing
1: highly conscientious cody
0: well, uh recovering Cody as we both are and I do relapse, but you know, it it is an opportunity. We are almost at a time.
1: Stop it. I'm having too much
0: fun. I know we did it again. <laughs> so, um yeah, that's that's our conversation.
1: That's our conversation on defense mechanisms.
0: Right? This was we promised in 2020 to come back to it and it took us almost a year and a half, but here we are. But we did it. We did it. We and we we continue to do that. Yes. <laughs>
1: on our own good time.
0: I mean, I feel like we always have a good time.
1: We do. And I think this is a really valuable conversation because we've unpacked actually a lot of different layers in there, like exploring the boundaries, exploring like the wall, where those things come from, those triggers. So hopefully this is like insightful to help people to reflect on, oh, oh, That's why I do this shit. Right. (laughs) It's not what's happening in my present. It's what's happened in the past. And these are the techniques that I've had to use. And I've used them my whole life. But I'm not 12 years old anymore. Right. And my parents are finally divorced. So everybody's happy.
0: Well, and and I do know how to take care of myself. And if my goal is connection or advancement or self-knowledge or, you know, change, then I'm going to have to work past that discomfort to get to that next place
1: you gotta check your shit out the door if you want to go through the door sometimes especially if it doesn't fit through
0: the door well the other thing is to really get confident and comfortable in yourself and owning and appreciating and accepting yourself and maintaining and managing your peace
1: absolutely and never let go
0: of it once you get it no because
1: stronghold that shit
0: peace is one it's rare and two it's a it's a finite resource and if you can collect some you're gonna want to keep collecting it because it feels so good to have it that you're gonna want to get more
1: absolutely
0: and i love that I do too. thank you so much for listening to us we are x to the Zenial. if you want to get a hold of us it's the letter x the number two t-h-e-x-e-n-n-i-a-l underscore podcast on instagram uh x to the Zenial at gmail if you want to send us an email um but you can always comment uh luna-x2-llc on facebook thank you so much for listening and if you have questions want to reach out those are ways to do that
1: thank you